Fashion Consort News Bites is a unique, short-form podcast that features insights and perspectives on breaking news and current issues, all focused on the multifaceted business that is fashion. News Bites is produced by Fashion Consort and distributed in partnership with Fashion United, your trusted global network for fashion news, business intelligence, and jobs. Visit fashionunited.com for more information. And now, your host, Joshua Williams. In this episode, Retaining Exclusivity via Social Media, the final episode of a three-part series featuring Chanel Bakouche, editor and stylist of Vogue International Publications and founder and creative director at the advertising agency SFB Creative, we further discuss the strategies luxury fashion brands employ to engage current customers and to attract a new clientele. And stay tuned after this episode for a special add-on to hear Chanel's thoughts on brand collaborations. Luxury brands are increasingly under stress to expand their market beyond their typical customer base. And in some cases, many brands have been effective, but in other cases, it's alienated the core customer. So my question for you, Chanel, is can luxury brands retain their exclusivity, notwithstanding the constancy required around digital content distribution? Thank you for having me again. Social platforms characterized by their mass appeal, accessibility, and availability contradict the very concept of luxury. Obviously, if we think exclusivity of brand, we can think of iconic items from renowned luxury brands, and not everyone knows them. This exclusivity helps luxury brands to maintain their statue, known by all, but paradoxically consumed by a few. I would mention a few points that are very important. First would be apply the personal touch and stay more authentic. Too often luxury brands will use one generic message. Then another point that is very important is use consumer data. I think that customer data needs to be used to gain insight into what customer grows and add to their shopping cart, the offers that resonate with them and they respond to. By using signals such as purchasing behavior, interest, context and location, luxury brands can make consumers feel that their communication are explicit hello to them, to receive personal attention, not to be addressed as a member of a broader audience. You know, this mindset can help luxury brands approach content and service in more meaningful ways. The other point would be experience. Obviously, social media platforms are taking steps to end the entire shopping journey from discovery to checkout. So, incorporating live streaming sales, integrated product catalog, and now even AR. So, the experience is very crucial point here again to keep the exclusivity of luxury brands. And the last one would be shoppable content. So from discovery content to purchase, and keeping users is one place has obvious benefit in terms of personalization. Luxury brand worked on being exclusive with some shoppable experience with limited quantities, limited time. Luxury is all about personal experience. They install 
that should still fill a personal experience on the digital world and on social media. Very important point again for exclusivity is for the customer to still feel valued and seen. So you say there are four goals that luxury brands must achieve when it comes to digital marketing content. What are those four things? The first one would be to attract attention from social media users. The second one would be to offer a compelling mobile experience. And the third one, to build trust with the core customer. Finally, to appeal to a global audience. That would be for me the four goals that luxury brands must achieve in digital marketing content. And of course, the trick is building trust among a very core audience while also appealing to a much larger global audience. So if a brand is able to meet these four objectives, what works better, short or long-form content? It's a very interesting question. In 2019, Buzzmore found that roughly 75% of B2B brands are still primarily producing short-term content. First, it caters to short attention, which bring like more views. It's also quicker to produce. I would say that long-term content today does perform better in search engine. This is how I would compare the benefits between those two. But I would definitely still push for short-term content. I think the benefits are higher today. Speaking of benefits and performance, how do luxury brands measure the success of their content? By incorporating data analytics into their business, it should be part of an ongoing strategy involving all stakeholders in the company, the creative and the business, to determine what data is more meaningful and actionable. Additionally, as customers demand more authenticity to their interaction with brands, Obviously, then data can help companies to localize the effort and experience. So besides data, what do you think the biggest challenges are for content creation for luxury brands? The biggest challenge is to always find opportunities to create and keep being creative and to cultivate a consistent voice across all media. So obviously brands can't do all of this on their own. This is a very fast moving business, both in terms of fashion, but also in terms of content creation and what is working and what isn't. So how do luxury brands find the right digital marketing partner? Selecting a digital marketing agency for a regular mainstream brand is one thing, but for luxury brands, I would say that choosing a digital marketing agency to partner with requires an entirely different approach. Not only does a digital marketing agency need to have all the standard skills, they also need to have an understanding of this incredibly niche market and the market in general. With SFB, they would say that we focus on helping brands visualize their mission statements from strategy to activation, and we collaborate with all partner craft content, experience, messages that build modern brands, expressing them authentically and in unexpected ways. We're focusing on bringing a different vision, an editorial vision that will help brands create a narrative around who they are and what they do to feel even closer to the customer. If we didn't think so before, certainly COVID has taught us that brands need to be able to connect and communicate with their audience in many different ways. And digital is one of those important ways where we can engage one-on-one -on -one with consumers. 
Thank you so much, Chanel, for spending the last few episodes with us sharing your ideas about digital marketing, especially in luxury fashion, which I think is its own unique business. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me again. Such a pleasure. Thank you for listening to this episode of News Bites in partnership with Fashion United, produced by Fashion Consort and hosted by Joshua Williams. Visit fcnewsbites.com for more information. And if you'd like to share a story or participate in News Bites, please use the contact link provided or reach out on Instagram at Fashion Consort Agency. Thank you to our guests, to Bill, a.k.a. Corinne, for their voiceover work, and Spencer Powell for our theme music. So when you talk about exclusivity, you mentioned authenticity, customer data, experience, shoppable content. One of the other big trends right now is collaboration and partnerships with other brands, which have become very popular. And I'm curious what you think about a brand's ability to retain their exclusivity, especially in a social media space within these collaborations. Right, so in terms of, of collaboration, like luxury brands could retain their exclusivity with partnership as well. I think that's a good example. Like if we're taking Louis Vuitton extended co-customer with collaborations and plenty of different collaborations. But I think there is an example that is very interesting, Supreme. So we're talking about a very different brand and different segment and different target. And collaborations bring exclusivity and actually brought exclusivity to both of those brands, obviously. And they've been like very successful, but it's interesting to note that it also brings conflict. A brand like Louis Vuitton did perform very well. They also lost a part of their own core customer, while a brand like Supreme does benefit from it. So it's a very interesting point. And obviously that one example that we could apply to a bunch of different brands that works with partnership. There's a, you know, sometimes it's a win and sometimes it's a lose for them.